0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, large margin victory, please. What qualifies as an acceptable outcome for BYU football against Idaho State?
1: Tomorrow's the final home game for 19 seniors. Which one will BYU miss the most? Plus, expectations
0: for quarterback Zach Wilson's return tomorrow. Blue goggles on. Let's go.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store cast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton
0: and Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation is live from Studio B, your day-to-day play-by-play, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy November 15th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the guy who says mostly nice things about me, Jerem Jordan.
1: I like to say mostly nice things about you, just to keep you honest, right? And that was the case with Jake Toulson with you mm-hmm. after the game on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, BYU beat Southern Utah, 22 points from Toulson, the dagger three to go up four with 34 seconds left. And then this happened in the post game interview. They were icing all of the, the ball screens, trying to keep us on the same side. So,
3: coach called a little action. How'd you hit that, bro? And I just did my little step back Hang and up, got God a good man. look and made the shot. But,
1: uh, you know, it was a it was a struggle all game. We just wanted to get the best How look. because, dude? I kid you not.
0: toughest freaking nails. His knee's broken. His ankle's broken. He's not that good looking. He's coming up with buckets, baby.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about anything he just said. I'm just glad we won, man. It was a fight tonight. <laughs> So it was the video bomb squad. So for those listening, uh, Dalton Nixon was Uh in the background. uh Alex Barcelo, Yoli Childs, you heard from a little bit. Then you Uh, heard from
0: Mark Pope, obviously.
1: And then Micah Simon, wide receiver, former roommate of Jake Toulson. Uh, before he transferred to Utah Valley and, you know, got married and everything. Um, the, hilarious.
0: As you said, the video bomb squad.
1: Yeah, the video bomb squad. <laughs> is Not even that good looking. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh,
0: that's great stuff. Well, I appreciate all of the nice things that you say about me, and at least you <laughs> haven't hit me over the head with a helmet. So we've got that going for us Dude,
1: as well. oh, my gosh. Miles Garrett should be out for the year. That was so bad on Thursday Night Football in case you missed it.
0: And he probably will be. Wow.
1: On to better things. I will never hit you over the head with a helmet. I promise you. Thank you. We have two on the desk. Like that one's like (laughs) fake. That one hurt so bad. Can you imagine? No. Oh my gosh. No. Not okay.
0: Oh, here is today's show lineup. JJ and Wigwee. How Jimmer Fredette and Taysom Hill played a role in getting JJ from Texas to BYU and his transition from offensive line to tight end to now defensive end, where he's turning some heads. With NFL prospects are going for two picks competition heating up with the season winding down plus BYU goalie Sabrina Davis on how she handles the pressure of defending the net in the NCAA tournament and know the foe with Idaho State here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines senior day for 19 different BYU football players kicks off in just over 24 hours when the Cougars host FCS foe Idaho State tomorrow 3 Eastern noon Pacific live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Sophomore quarterback Zach Wilson cleared to play, and we expect him to start. Cougars seek a fourth straight win overall, a home-winning record this season, and can clinch bowl eligibility with a victory over the Bengals tomorrow. Our live Saturday coverage on BYU TV begins with countdown to kickoff 2 Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific.
1: The 2 and one men's hoopsters are in Houston tonight to play the other Cougars. Last season, UH beat BYU in Provo by 14. This is BYU's only A-level non-conference game, according to Ken Pomeroy, who has the Houston Cougars as number 28 in his rankings. BYU's 75th, by the way. Watch it live on ESPNU. Listen on BYU Radio. pregame coverage starting 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific.
0: Hopefully Jake Toulson's ankle and knee aren't broke, as yeah, Mark Pope they, said.
1: They, they didn't look uh, broken.
0: Number two seed and fourth-ranked BYU women's soccer host Boise State tonight in the opening round of the NCAA Whoa, tournament. Night. Survive and advances, now the mantra. BYU, the lone undefeated team in the country. 18 wins, no losses, one tie. The Cougars have outscored opponents 68-9 this Amazing. season. Goalie Sabrina Davis will explain her part in that later in the show. You can watch the match live tonight in collaboration with the NCAA on BYU TV at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Listen live on BYU Radio.
1: Men's hoops, women's soccer, and women's volleyball all playing tonight. Number, go. Number 10, the, uh, women's volleyball playing a huge match at number 24, San Diego in the swim gym. Both teams, 13-1 and one, atop the West Coast Conference, tied. Winner will have the inside track to the uh, West Coast Conference Championship. Watch it live on the WCC Network at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific, if you're not watching basketball or, or uh, soccer already. It's going to be a multi-device night.
0: I know it's not technically the conference title match, but Essentially. it feels like it. There's
1: only, what, three matches after this, I think? Yes. Yeah.
0: All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending.
1: You're talking
2: about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Lopsided wins for the win. The last time BYU hosted Idaho State, the Cougars rolled to a 59-13 victory in Provo back in 2013. Do we expect the same tomorrow? Better yet, Jerem, what is an acceptable outcome for BYU tomorrow against Idaho State?
1: It's a win by at least 35 points. Idaho State is a 3-7 and seven FCS team. BYU has... Uh, Turned to page with its offense last couple of games. And here we are with the worst opponent that BYU will have played all year. And then the next, uh, th- then the worst opponent that BYU's really played all year will be next week with UMass because they're actually worse than Idaho State, which is unbelievable. BYU put up 42 at Utah State. B- the Cougars should put up 55 plus in this game. Shouldn't give up more than I don't know 14 or something. Okay. against Idaho State, I expect a big win. I-, I think it should be in the 40s or 50s. BYU should pound Idaho State uh, and get Zach Wilson in the game and do some good things and run all over this. We thought the BYU would be able to pound Liberty. Liberty had a capable quarterback and wide receiver. More than capable, right? Top 20 and top 5 in different categories. I expect a 35-plus point win. And like, tell me the margin you want, and then assume that Idaho State doesn't score, and was it enough? 35-nothing? It wouldn't be enough points, right? But I expect Idaho State to get a score or two. So I, I honestly expect probably more like 42-plus.
0: I don't anticipate a 59-13 to 13 victory because BYU was playing Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams that season.
1: That offense stunk, though, from BYU. Like, it was okay at best. The rushing you know I mean? offense
0: was outstanding, yeah. but overall, yeah, it was okay. I, I don't think BYU is going to put up 60 points tomorrow because I just don't think it's in Kalani Satake's style and in his – Demeanor to do so against an opponent that he should beat down. Although sometimes I wish that they would,
1: right? Well, if it happens in the first three quarters, it's acceptable, right? So BYU needs to score 59
0: points in the first three quarters.
1: Right. I think it's in Kalani Satake's nature to want to score a touchdown on every drive. Sure. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. It, it, timing is of the essence, right? It, it's in the last half of the fourth quarter. Yeah.
0: You say 35 plus. I anticipate that BYU will win by 30 plus. Like, it. That That is the cutoff line. BYU needs to win by at least 30 points tomorrow. For if it to was 30-0, like, yeah, to zero, okay. would
1: that be... No, but that
0: speaks to a different issue. That BYU here. needs to score more points. But hey, a shutout would be nice. Sure, yeah, a shutout yeah. would
1: be great. But then we'd
0: be saying, why couldn't BYU score more than 30 points against Idaho State? Right.
1: Now, BYU needs to get in the 50s. Honestly, like, this is a game where you need to uh, pound it. Let's go. There's no excuse for not getting into the... Mid to high 40s at least. I
0: think BYU will score in the 40s, Idaho State between 10 and 17. I could see this game ending 49-17 to or 49-14, to 45-14, something like that. I think they'll win by 30-ish points tomorrow, and they'll score in the 40s, and Idaho State will end up somewhere in the teens.
1: If you uh, stink as a team, you beat an FCS team that's not very good, 20-7. to That's what happened in 2017. When BYU opened the season against Portland State, we said, well, it's the first game. No, that was a sign of things to come, right? So if BYU is indeed where we think they are as a team, they got to go in and uh, put up fifty plus and pound out of state. They
0: got to win by at least at least thirty. That is the minimum mark for BYU. Like, got to win by at least thirty points tomorrow.
1: This next topic plays into that topic two, We don't know that Zach Wilson is a starter tomorrow after seven weeks uh, out with broken thumb, but we also don't know he isn't the starter. (laughs) What are your expectations for Zacharias Wilson tomorrow? That he will start and play a considerable amount
0: tomorrow. He'll play the entire first half, I think. As far as numbers go, I anticipate that he will complete 60-plus percent of his passes. He'll have over 100 yards passing. BYU's going to run the ball a lot. They should. They should dominate Idaho State in that fashion. We thought this last week. Zach will account for two total touchdowns, whether he's running or throwing. And he's going to be able to shake some of that rust off. So not like mind-blowing numbers, but you'll see some good things from Zach Wilson. Tomorrow he'll play, I think, the entire first half. BYU will have a balanced offensive attack. He'll do his thing, make some good plays, some good throws, two total touchdowns, over 100 yards passing, and and again, shake that rust off.
1: We thought that BYU would run on Liberty, right? Uh, BYU ran for 165 and zero touchdowns last week. Uh, The Cougars passed for four touchdowns. That was the key, kicked a field goal. I expect BYU, like you said, to be uh, more run-heavy. Although, where does Zach Wilson need to shake off the rust? It's not handing the ball off, it's throwing the rock. So I expect BYU to be aggressive as if they were playing any regular opponent in the first half. Now, if you have a big lead and it's the second half, perhaps it's different. But I expect BYU to have the pedal down all the way, fifth gear, uh, crank it up to 11, spinal tap, through the third quarter and go from there. I don't know how to quantify what I want to see. I don't want them to run a lot. I want them to stay out of uh, harm's way, right? Because BYU is getting ready for San Diego State. The goal is not to beat Idaho State and UMass. That will happen. It's to beat San Diego State, be eight and four, and then go to a bowl game on a six game win streak and on a roll, baby. That's the goal.
0: Yeah. And as we saw this morning on ESPN uh thanks to our friend Bill Connolly, um, he, he asked the question if BYU does get to nine and four will it be the successful ending that all yeah. fans are hoping for and it this is a big part of it BYU's won 3 in a row they're going to beat Idaho State they're going to beat UMass this is all gearing up towards San Diego State this is all trying to get Zach Wilson ready for San Diego State
1: and i, I would feel confident with Baylor Romney a quarterback against so would San Diego I. State. you know it's, what i mean it's a like,
0: wonderful problem to have it's yes. not a problem it's, yes. it's a wonderful thing to be Working with within the quarterback room.
1: Yes, Zach Wilson coming back is awesome news, right? Um, and he's got a couple of tune-ups to get ready for San Diego State, whose defense is good. San Diego State's defense is really good. The offense is not that great. Ryan Agnew and that offense haven't done a ton. They have a capable running back in Juan Washington, but it's been a struggle. Like, beat Weber State 6-0. Granted, Weber State third in FCS. It's all building towards that because if BYU can finish the regular season eight and four, I will have nailed my pick <laughs> on the regular season wins. So I'm all for that, right? That's what you said it's seven all and five. About. I said eight and that's four. And that's what, what it's all about. But I, I think in independence that with these tough schedules, especially how front loaded they are, and that you just have no room to breathe, and you know a lot are on the road. This year happened to be at home, which was awesome. But that eight and four would be a significant turnaround. And, yeah. and this this is awesome. Listen, if if BYU goes nine and four. Somebody's getting a contract extension, you would think. Like, this is all uh, great news if you're Kalani's Tech.
0: There's some irony in that. You picked BYU to finish with more wins in the regular season, and you might get that right. Yeah. And
1: I'm the Blue Goggles guy, right? Uh, Well, well, maybe Jason Shepard
0: has taken that over. I don't know.
1: Kalani got my text after the South Florida game, I guess.
0: Hey, um, I'm going to need you guys (laughs) to step it up and win six in a row. Hey,
1: FYI, I need a uh, six-game win streak here.
0: 19 different seniors will suit up for the final time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in a BYU uniform tomorrow, and some uh-huh. dudes, some dudes will run out of that tunnel one more time, notably Diane Gawoluku, Austin Lee, Micah Simon, Aleve Hefo. I won't name them all, but there are some really, really big contributors did. in that Category: Which senior will BYU miss the most
1: tomorrow? You mentioned a lot of them: uh, Dangalwulu, Lovahipo, Austin Lee, Talon Shumway, Marcus Simon, Morona Luputino. Some notable guys, right, that have uh, become even better uh, their senior years, which is great. But the one guy that I think BYU will miss the most is Tyson Williams. Oh. Tyson Williams, the running back. I believe that if Tyson, Tyson Williams, if he had played against Toledo and South Florida, BYU would have won those games. And then I think BYU competes well against Boise State. They don't have the same level of motivation and urgency as we've addressed multiple times. I think BYU beats Utah State. I think BYU beats Liberty. I think BYU is 6-3 and three or 7-2 and two. if Tyson Williams doesn't get hurt. That, oh. that was a really tough one. He was a special back. Would have run for 1,000 yards. Would have been a game changer. It stunk that he went out with an ACL tear against Washington in Game 4. And this is not to say the BOE won't miss the others. I'm just saying Tyson Williams was a game-changer in every sense of the word. Don Gawoluku, Austin Lee, these guys were awesome. Mike Simon, I love all these guys. Tyson Williams is a sneaky pick because
0: he exited the season in game number four. And there is a small chance, there's this glimmer of hope that he might be back, Right that just maybe the right. NCAA will do the right thing and grant him a hardship <laughs> waiver and let him come back to BYU. I don't know. That's a great joke. Look what joke, it says right? back there. It's a great what does joke, it, say? right? it says
1: BYU. Yeah. It ain't happening. It doesn't say, wait. Oh, it doesn't say Ohio State. Okay, never mind.
0: On offense, Tyson Williams is going to be the guy that BYU misses the most. He just opened up so many different parts of the offense, for Zach Wilson specifically, Mm -hmm. and to do some things that... It was the sealed portion of the BYU offense. Yeah, Yeah, it hurts. My fingers are crossed for Tyson Williams. For me, I'm going with Diane Galwoliku, Jerem. He's great. BYU's best overall defender, the best athlete on the defensive side of the ball. It's no wonder that BYU has turned things around on defense and Kalani Satake put Diane Gawalaku at the safety position so that he could be in a position where he can make the most plays and he can make the most difference. Safety delayed run blitzes, straight up safety blitzes. He went all out against Boise State. Diane has been a baller. Oh yeah, and he scores touchdowns too. He has four career touchdowns. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. He's he's the ball hawk. Kinda cool is the ah! ball hawk. Now Diane Gawoliku is the ball hawk. Makes yes. the game-sealing interception against USC, one of the more memorable victories that BYU's ever had in independence and probably the biggest win that Kalani Satake has ever had in Lavella Stadium. Diane Gawoliku yeah. sealed that. No so uh, I, we will miss him. Yes, he is gone, Woliku. Cue the Sarah McLachlan music. After this season, I think he's going to play in the NFL. I don't know if he's going to yeah. get drafted, Jeremy, but he is a guy that can play special teams, that will be physical. He will... Nope. shock people with his speed and his strength and the, his combine numbers on BYU Pro Day, he's going to play in the league.
1: You're literally preaching to the choir. Yep. Most of the people that watch this have been in a choir. The ward, you know, the, the high school, the community something. <laughs> which, by the way, three seniors that will return, which is nice. Zane Anderson, I imagine he'll move back to safety. Bray yes. Warner, Chris Wilcox. Awesome. Beer's and gonna, maybe Tyson Williams? If he wants to and the NCAA allows. Yeah. I need to put on my, it's going to be
0: okay, my relaxed blue goggles. Yeah, and yeah.
1: Just,
0: like with these on, you t- know we need? Tyson Williams we need- is going to get his, his uh, waiver from the NCAA. He's going to be back, and it's going to be what? fantastic.
1: Production note for the future that we're just discussing on the air. We need reggae music when you put those on.
0: <laughs> we need some reggae music. When I put on the, whatever these are, the bamboo... Blue goggles, yes. Yeah, Bob you, Marley. <laughs> you are wearing a Bob Marley T-shirt. Bob Marley <laughs> underneath your BYU hoodie. No, that is hilarious. It. That's all right.
1: <laughs> it's going to be okay. One love. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> this is this the.
2: Will,
1: this is we played this a couple years ago for the Hawaii yeah. uh, game giveaway. Yeah. This is, oh, so, this Miami. is good.
0: It's, it's a little too upbeat. It needs to be a little yeah. more relaxed.
1: This is, you know, the steel drum, okay. Jamaica. I feel it. Okay. All right. Love yeah. it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tyson Williams, Diane Gawaluku. BYU is going to miss a lot of these seniors. Some great playmakers. Yeah. Talent yeah. Talon Shumway, by the way, is uh, going to be featured in Canton to kick off tomorrow mm-hmm. as one of the seniors. You do not want to miss that feature.
1: If you missed it, then you did. Yeah, well, you don't want to.
0: Our question of the day Which senior will BYU football miss the most and why? Let's go to Voice of the Nation.
2: This is the Voice of the Nation
0: on BYU Sports Nation. Luke Eddington answers on Facebook. Diane Gawoliku, one of the best forms of leadership on the team and by far BYU's best open field tackler has a presence that just can't be matched.
1: He's been fantastic. He's been all over the place too in terms of uh, what... He's had, an, on production, fumble recoveries on punt returns defensively, offensively, like crazy. At CO2, uh, COT underscore BYU football on Twitter. I love it, Hefo. He's yeah. been a strong, consistent receiver for the team. Yeah, he's uh, at, at Toledo. He had one uh, punt return for zero yards going into that game. They say, the ESPN Plus announcers say, oh, he's one of the best punt returners in the country. To which I turn and go, he has one punt return for zero <laughs> yards. Then he rips off a 45-yarder. How about that? Johnny on the spot. <laughs> Nailed it! Yeah, the the
0: wide receiver group is going to feel this the most, I think. Yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Coming up with four games to go. are going for two picks. And my one-on-one with J.J. and Wigwee,
0: how Jimmer and Taysom played a role in J.J. choosing BYU. Oh, interest! This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Tomorrow, watch Countdown to Kickoff at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, as we get you ready for the Cougars and Idaho State Bengals on Senior Day. It's the only place to watch Zach Wilson warm up and the senior ceremony. Countdown to Kickoff tomorrow.
0: Live from Studio B on a Friday with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan. Recently, I had a chance to speak with... The newest or one of the newer defensive linemen for BYU, J.J. Inwigwee, he's had an interesting course. He's gone from offensive line, he was at one point a tight end, and then Kalani Satake said, I think you'd be great on the defensive line, and he's making the most of it. He's getting some attention from NFL scouts, and he's had an interesting path, not only while he's been at BYU, but when he initially decided to come to BYU. Here's one-on-one J.J. Inwigwee, BYU Sports Nation All Access jJ Boe football has won three games in a row, and obviously want to keep it rolling. Take us back to the night before you played Boise State when the Cougars were two and four, and you knew what kind of a challenge was on the table. What was going through your mind knowing that man we got to,
3: we got to turn things around um, uh, as a team, we just all knew that they were going to be a great opponent, and we took that at the beginning of Monday watching a film review of the last two games and we came with that preparation every day in practice knowing that we have to execute in practice so we can show it on game day and and that was just our mindset going into the game
0: what's happened differently to allow
3: this team to win three games in a row um i just think as a team you know like when you look back at some of our losses where we shouldn't have thought we like shouldn't have had the game and we didn't it's just one of those things that just kind of like resonate with us during the season like we don't want to go out like that we want to like turn the ties and I think that like just led to our execution how we do everything how we make sure we get our sleeve how we study more in school like take it more serious in the weight room and like really bringing it to that practice and I think that was just like an atmosphere change across the whole team.
0: I know that protecting Lavelle's house is a huge thing for this team and if you beat Idaho State on Saturday then you lock up the first home winning record since 2016 so what does protecting Lavelle's
3: house mean to you? It means a lot definitely the name on the stadium. Uh, just an outstanding coach and a great man and all he stands for just having his name on the stadium it just wants to wants to make us fight a little harder just to protect his house that he built for us and so just go out there and just play our best. You've been protecting Lavelle's house on
0: that defensive line and yours is an interesting story because you've played a lot of different positions. Why did you settle on defensive line with your coaches and decide that that was the best place for you?
3: Um um, actually, it's just a big shout-out to Coach Kalani because last year I just needed more time for school because I switched majors late, and I went to go talk to Coach Kalani, and he was like, you know what? We always have a spot for you in the D-line, and we we'll think you'll fit great there, and I just – and he's like, I just want to, like, give you a chance to finish school. So we'll grant you your red shirt and let me come back and play D-line. And I just really appreciate him and Coach E for allowing me to have one more extra year because a guy like me with my story, like, kind of bouncing around from position to position, so not really fitting in. Most of the time, you, like, kind of get those kids out the door so you can bring the next guy in. But I just really appreciate that they're giving another opportunity to be here.
0: Well, don't sell yourself short because if you talk to the coaches, they've been very pleased with how you have performed on the defensive line and seemingly getting... Head and shoulders better week in and week out. So what is it about the defensive line that's allowed you to really kind of thrive and and shine
3: in that position? I just think it's a fun position, like just all together, definitely the guys in the room. And it's it's nice to like be on the giving end after all those years of playing O-line and receiving hits. So it's really nice to like switch it up and kind of like playing on the offensive side of the ball. I kind of know some cues here and there that kind of help me out. But it's been it's been so fun to play defense. What's it like to line up next to Kyrus Tonga and Brackenel Backray and Company? Oh, they make my job so much easier. Definitely like Kyrus, you have to double him and and Bracken's just so strong, so like sometimes that just frees me up for some one-on-ones. And at the end of the day I might make the play, but I know it's them two that let me get there in the first place. What does football or what role does football play in your future after BYU? Um, I, I wanna try to give a shot, you know, try to go to the next level um it's just one of those things like you just always have to try like it was your dream growing up i remember being a kid uh watching the dallas cowboys and like just different nfl teams and stuff like that like oh i want to be that i want to be like i want to be that one day i want to be on the tv one day so i just want to try and see if a is a good fit at the next level
0: and if it is the right fit uh Obviously, you're going to pursue this, and you're okay with finally coming home, right? can would tell you that you're coming home.
3: <laughs> yes, sir. That would be that'll be so much fun. Definitely, if I could just land on the team, you know, this just a lot of effort and stuff like that, but that would be a dream come true. I would love that so much. Now you had uh, an interesting path to BYU, so let's remind everyone across BYU Sports Nation, why did you pick BYU and, and all of the options that you had? Um, it was just one of those things where I was looking at um the schools I got offered from and just overall like what this school stands for and the education the football team they had uh it was just really fun and I kind of knew it was funny because I really didn't know BYU by new names like I'll shoot a three and yell Jimmer I wouldn't know why i yell Jimmer but I just did it and I just knew all my friends like were always big UT fans and they hated Taysom Hill and uh I remember I had a friend that went to Texas and uh, I remember watching that BYU game. I'm like, oh, I don't know who number four is, but he's nice. <laughs> but it was uh, that, just that and all just made me choose BYU as a home. So we owe it to Taysom and Jimmer that J.J. is here. <laughs> that, that contributed a little bit. <laughs> Definitely Ziggy, too. The Ziggy story was also nice, too. Okay.
0: When you see those guys perform in the NFL or Jimmer in his professional leagues, um, now that you know more about them and you see BYU's influence spreading in the NFL, what, what does that do to you inside?
3: It just, like, builds a a lot of confidence. Like, just know, like, the type of program that's building here at BYU and things like that. I just go through, Insta- I just go through my social media, go to Twitter. I see Fred making big plays. I see Taysom making big plays. Jamal, all his funny interviews. Just look all around and see Sione and just all the players and guys we have just executing at a big level. Just knows, like, what kind of program BYU has here.
0: Jamal said yesterday that he stopped listening halfway through a question. So have at any point in this interview you stopped listening halfway through one of my questions?
3: Oh no, I pay I pay attention. <laughs> I pay attention this whole way through. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Okay. Uh you're
0: an econ major. Um I know you you want to play football, but what other aspirations do you have professionally after
3: football life is over? Um just using a great degree here and trying to find like, you know, like a job to help provide for my family, maybe take this econ degree and try to go into business school and kind of, like, broaden my opportunities I have after football. Because, you know, football, like, in your lifespan, is a short period of time. So you're trying to find something else that uh, some other hobbies I like and enjoy. Thus far, what's the greatest lesson you've learned playing football at BYU? Um, I think the biggest thing is just... Uh, you can't control you. You can't like control some things, but you can control how you respond to them. Yeah, I think that's the biggest lesson that I learned while I've been here at BYU and just my uh, career here. He's been
0: taking hits for a long time now. He's delivering the hits, JJ. It's great to talk to you, man.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Defensive lineman J.J. Nwigwe. and Now he told me as he was walking out of the practice facility that he went into more specifics on the Taysom Hill situation. He said when he had that famous hurdle, I looked at my buddy that committed to Texas and he's like, I think I'm going to BYU.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that all matters, right? These, these moments, and independence provides that. Why don't you like the schedule? I don't like too many of the right? You take that moment and you make a, a big play. Tell me the other games that Boise State played in '06. Again, no one ca- They played Oklahoma and they beat them. The one big game, uh-huh, right? That's uh-huh. awesome. And more JJ and Wigwais at BYU. Yes, more of those yes. guys. Not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. Right And and he's awesome. Like He's great. More of those athletes and students at BYU. It took a
0: while to find the right spot for him, but I'm glad they found it.
1: Absolutely. It takes a minute sometimes. It takes a minute. Coming up, one of the main reasons the women's soccer defense is top ten in the country, Sabrina Davis, the goalie, will join us in studio on a game day.
0: Plus our going for two picks, Jerem channels his inner AP Joe on one of them. This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: AP Joe Fo's back, bro. The BYU Cougars face the Houston Cougars tonight on BYU Radio. Coverage begins at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific with Cougar Pregame Live.
0: Welcome back on a Friday. This is how we do it. Alongside Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. What time is it, Jerem?
1: Game time who? It's time to equip it. Oh.
2: It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. That was a good answer. <laughs> you like that,
1: uh, Chicago Bulls? That was a good answer. Mid 90s. Right? And now! <laughs> yeah, love it. From North Carolina. <laughs> Brigham plays its final home game of the season tomorrow. We'll honor 19 seniors Zach Wilson, expected to play, probably star, right? ESPN's FPI gives BYU a 97.8% chance, chance to beat FCS foe Idaho State. Listen to BYU Radio's Cougar pregame Lab, 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific. BYU TV's countdown to kickoff an hour later. Yeah, BYU has a 97.8% chance to
0: win against Idaho State on their home field and a 98.9% chance to beat
1: UMass on the road. UMass, that's stinker.
0: Senior safety Austin Lee has accepted an invitation to play in the 2020 East-West Shrine game on January 18th in St. Petersburg, Florida. Good luck Come. to
1: Austin. Men's basketball. As mentioned, the Cougars are in Houston tonight play the other Cougars. Last season, UH beat BYU in Provo by 14. Uh, number 28 team in the country, according to Ken Pomeroy. BYU 75th. Watch it live on ESPNU. Listen on BYU Radio.
0: Number two seed in fourth-ranked BYU women's soccer host Boise State tonight in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Survive in advance, obviously the mantra. BYU remains the lone unbeaten team in the country, 18-0-1. The Cougars have outscored their opponents by 59 goals this season. Sabrina Davis will join us in the next segment to explain how how that happens. You can watch the match live tonight on BYU TV, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, and listen live on BYU Radio.
1: Volleyball. Number 10, Brigham plays a very important match tonight at number 24, San Diego, in the Slim Gym. Both teams, 13-1, tied for first place in the West Coast Conference. Watch live on the West Coast Conference Network, WCC Network, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Women's basketball:
0: BYU routes Texas A&M Kingsville, the Havalinas. Yeah,
1: the Havalinas,
0: 90 to 38 last night in the Cougars' home opener. BYU led 23 to three at the end of the first quarter.
1: Compelling and rich.
0: Babalu Ugu led all scores for the Cougars, career high 12 points. Sarah Hampson led both teams with 13 rebounds. BYU plays at Fresno State next Thursday, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific
1: cross-country. The number two men and number three women's teams compete in the NCAA Mountain Region Championships in Salt Lake City at Rose Park Golf Course. Sorry, can't play nine this morning for some of you. Today at uh, 2 Eastern, 11 AM Pacific. The men have gone to the NCAA Championships every year since 99. The ladies trying to make it a fifth straight trip. Cougars
0: in pro hoops. Three Elijah Bryant scores 19 points for Maccabi Tel Aviv in a 113-83 win over Baskonia. He shot five or seven from the field, three of six from three, and grabbed six rebounds. His team plays Milano next Wednesday. Good luck to Eli. All right, we're winding down on the season, and it's time to go for two. Can you predict the future? Yep. These
2: guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation.
0: I gotta catch up, Jerem. So I'm going a little bit conservative, but not too conservative. Pick number one. BYU will win this game by 30 plus points. That's going to happen tomorrow. Remember the last time That
1: is conservative. It's, yeah. it's conservative, yeah.
0: but BYU beat Southern Utah thirty seven to seven with Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams in the that last. I, time no, they that went offense nine and wasn't four. good.
1: They went nine and four. Offense was not good.
0: BYU will win by thirty plus. You're I getting hope that if, one. They
1: don't, oh, if they no, don't, if they don't, one.
0: I am destined to lose to you.
1: I'm going was, for two. If I wasn't up four, I'd get riled up by that one.
0: You want me? To, you want? Me to, I can move it up. You want me to move it up thirty five.
1: Yeah. Okay, thirty five plus. No, I told you I'm not. No. Oh, we're okay. good. No, we're good. Right, 30? no, we're good. Thirty. We're thirty. Okay. Yeah, thirty's right.
0: great. Pick number two. BYU will lead by twenty plus at the half. Oh, easy. Come you on. think that's easy? Easy. All right. BYU's been a second. If half BYU's
1: is an eight or nine win team, they should pound. Idaho State. Come on. I, I agree with you. Yeah, women's soccer's like, we'd score eight goals at half. You know what I mean? No, but BYU could lead
0: 24-7 to seven at half and not get that second pick.
1: 24. Yeah. Come on, baby. Let's go. 30-plus <laughs> in the first half. or Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, pick one. Joseph Critchlow will complete two-plus passes. This means BYU will get its third string in, and he will throw. That's also going to happen. Twice. You will get that one. Now, I said complete. Huh. What I really meant was attempt. (laughs) That's very different. I said complete, whatever. Okay, okay. Uh, Which brings us to our stat of the day.
2: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat
1: of the day. Your boy Joe Critchlow hasn't uh, completed a pass or even attempted a pass in 721 days as of tomorrow. His last completed pass was against Hawaii. In 2017 when he was the starter for three games. Uh, So there you go. Okay. Completed is more aggressive than attempt. Uh Wow. Pick two. BYU will rush for four-plus touchdowns. Okay. Uh, BYU had zero rushing touchdowns last week. Uh, four-plus would tie a season high. So I think BYU gets at least four.
0: I believe that will happen as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going four for four this week.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know about pick one now. You don't know? You don't know? Hey, at least... Because I thought, well... At least this is, not said like and,
0: this is not like and one. Like you can right.
1: and, still miss yeah. the first one and yeah. still get a point. Yeah. Like
0: you're going to get at least one of those two.
1: I'm up eleven seven with four games to go. Yes. So it's not over. This is my it's conservative not, approach. Over, yeah. And the last time
0: I went conservative in my going for two picks, I got zero for two. So
1: um, This is a conservative place. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the set and, watch, watch out. and the universe.
0: By the way, don't forget to check out our BYU Sports Nation Instagram account for our And One Picks online special today for BYU's game against Houston. Jerem also often rolling in net, up six to nothing yeah. through two games.
1: That's, and Jason <laughs> has negative three points. Coming up, No. The foe Idaho State dish
0: and Sabrina Davis, BYU women's goalie. How does she handle the pressure of preparing for the NCAA tournament? And how does outscoring opponents sixty-eight to nine happen? This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Tonight, fourth-ranked BYU women's soccer. their are two-seed in the tourney, hosts Boise State champs out of the Mountain West. Live on BYU TV, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, as the Cougars look to begin what they hope will be a deep run in the NCAA tournament. That starts tonight. Gotta win in advance.
0: If our next guest has anything to say about it, then BYU will be making history this season. Sabrina Davis... Has only surrendered nine goals all year. Are you kidding me? scored 68. That's amazing. It's incredible. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Great to have you.
1: First time, right? Yeah,
4: first time. I don't know it took us so
1: long. (laughs) I want to apologize on behalf of the show. It took forever.
4: All right. You guys are busy. I get it. You guys are very popular. Not, Not really.
0: So I mentioned the nine goals allowed. That's seventh best in the country, 13th in save percentage. What's led to such an incredible year defensively for you and for that back line in front of you?
4: Um, I'm sure you guys have many people come on this show. Um, They'll talk about how great it is to have returning players, and I strongly believe that. And also just our press as a group. We do a good job, you know, playing offense. And when we're playing offense, we don't have to play defense. That makes our life easier.
1: How do you stay engaged when – possession is largely on the (laughs) other uh, half because the games I've called I said oh and Sabrina Davis wakes up from her nap right because you're back I'm not saying you were disengaged but it's just been a minute right just
4: communicating I mean being directional something that my coaches have always taught me is if the ball's not in your end you're doing your job just by communicating and making sure that the what-ifs aren't happening and just always thinking ahead
0: what's been your favorite moment or play from this season thus far
4: oh there's so many um Let's see. Let me think. Give me a second. I loved playing against Texas A&M. I loved beating them 2-0, especially since the year before. You know, they, We didn't get the results we wanted, and just the energy we brought during that game. The fans, oh, incredible, and yeah, it was just a fun game overall.
1: This is the number one attended team in the country, the home attendants. Um, what, what can you say about the home crowd and what they do for you as a goalkeeper?
4: Um, I love it. I mean, sometimes you get comments here and there literally right behind my goal. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, like, you know, last week was senior night. My grandma came from Colorado, and she's like, Sabrina, Sabrina, trying to get my attention. I'm like, Grandma, shh, I can't talk to you right <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, exactly. i like, to take a picture. Oh, you, you know she was. She had her phone out there waiting for me to turn. I'm like, all right. But, but, it,
1: was, but it was held way out in front of her. Like, oh, totally. Good, yeah. With yeah. her
4: glasses, too. I'm like, <laughs> but it's awesome. I love it. Anytime we have the opportunity to play on Southfield with the fans that we get, It honestly helps our play, and I don't think people realize that. And I promise it just doesn't go unnoticed when we have that many people there. It's awesome.
1: It's special. Yeah, it is. There have been some really fun nights.
4: I enjoy the reckless abandon you play with.
0: You jump all over the place. (laughs) You sacrifice the body. How do you feel after a match where you you have to do something like that on multiple occasions?
4: Uh, Yeah, you know, I get some bruises here and there, but we have the... great medical staff and our trainers they do a good job of like helping me recover and the rest of the team as well so.
1: and you've had to learn how to dive in a certain way where you don't just knock the Correct. wind out yep. of yourself oh right? yeah you in volleyball right
4: <laughs> yes i was gonna say mary and i i promise we kind of play similar positions you just like <laughs> throw your body out there try to make contact with the ball and keep it in pretty similar so, yeah. i've
1: never thought that the libero and goalkeeper would have similar stuff have you talked to mary about this
4: yeah we actually have i was one time joking around but i was like hey dude we should like Change positions one day, like I'll come be a libero, you can be a goalkeeper. And we're like, actually, no, our coaches definitely wouldn't like that. So, never happen. Probably <laughs> that, won't ever happen. Be a fun I know, right? Now, right? Yeah. Jeremy and I have an issue with something
0: that the West Coast Conference did. We love our friends at the West Coast Conference, yeah. but you're an honorable mention. So, we're, how officially, was, how does made, that happen? we're officially making you the West Coast Conference Goalie of the Year according to BYUSN BYU West Coast Conference yes. Goalkeeper of the Year. You cool yeah. with that? Okay. I'm cool with that. Thanks.
1: Do you care about that? Do you ignore it? Do you go, Argh.
4: um, you know any opportunity you get to have an award means a lot so like, i'm grateful for the opportunity um, of course, I was a little bit bummed, but hey, I'll take what I can get, and it's not always about the awards. It's just about the results that we get done as a team, and so that's all I care about.
1: You can look at that WCC championship trophy and
4: you know what,
1: I was a significant part of that.
4: That yeah. heavy, big trophy, by the way. The 70 pounds.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh, whoa! Like how many? 65 pounds, whoa, like Whoa, pounds. Actually, you might want to ask Jen. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that when Jen works out, she just lifts the trophies.
4: She probably does. Yeah, you she see, just... Have you been in her office? She has like...
1: She has a lot of trophies. That's fine. Yeah.
4: BYU keeper Sabrina Davis
0: with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's go back to that defensive line in front of you, and um, let's ask you probably the hardest question we're going to ask you all day: Who's your favorite defender? Yeah, who's your favorite defender on the team? Mm,
4: don't have one. <laughs> I thought you were going to answer for <laughs> What
0: a,
1: thing. a great answer! Yeah. I thought you were going to And
0: she makes the save. I thought that um, was pretty good.
1: <laughs> Another save for Sabrina Deflected Davis. Yes. Right. Do, uh, do you spit with them? I do. Okay, uh-huh. and and tell the people. I I love when you guys Come explain around. what's uh, going on there. Yeah. It's been a tradition for a while, for years, like way before, way back, way, yeah.
4: way before me because I'm that young. No, um, but pretty much what we do is we get together right before the game. We put our arms around each other, and they'll say, "Don't go." Home. But strong side, I think, right side, left side, bomb side, sab side, and then we just go back and forth. And it's just sab
1: like, side. Sab side. As in Sabrina.
4: And Sabrina, yeah. 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 Okay. So, and
1: then you spit. Yeah. Like, but some people don't spit, but absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, you're not all They're in like, the...
4: if watch next time. I mean, we all pretend, but I definitely, <laughs> I definitely spit. I didn't know. I was like, okay, just like kind of... Partial, oh, I'm like,
0: like specteration. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right? I thought it was like, mark your territory. This is our area. We do. Do you do it each half or just the beginning of the Just end? before the game. Okay. Got gotcha. you.
0: Sabrina Davis on BYU Sports Nation. How did you pick your jer- your jersey number?
4: Um, I've just had it for a while. I 18. think, yeah.
0: Um, Does that have anything to do with uh, being eighteen zero and one in the regular season? N- n- no,
4: but no. I really like that. That okay. was good. You would have picked nineteen. Ooh. That's true. She would have picked That's nineteen. True. That's, That's true. true. Or twenty five. Yeah. I'll take twenty five any day. But no, I'm just. I think it was what was given during the time, and I was like, okay, you know, double zero is what I wore growing up with club that they. You know, as you get older, that's not really a goalkeeper number, I guess they say. And so we had like one 18-32. I know this is going to sound dumb. I was born February 18th, and I was like, oh, all right, let's just stick with 18. Let's go. I love it. Yeah.
1: What's your husband's name again? Spencer. Spencer. We, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a good name. Uh, we heard he's a big BYUSN fan
4: huge really yes. really yes shout out spencer Spence, i'm here
3: up,
4: <laughs> he's probably watching right we'll now. get him we'll him get
1: him something okay for the show yeah that's we
4: can awesome. take a picture i think that'll mean oh, okay. a lot to him
1: he could also watch that you were on it as yes well.
4: yeah. yes what what's life like
0: as the goalie going from not being married to being married like how has your life changed and your perspective and all that stuff
4: um well i'm still learning like being here this is my fifth season i guess um you know i'm still learning my way around utah i'm from colorado like you guys mentioned um so having a husband who's 15 20 minutes away he grew up loving byu awesome. um so that was awesome to just become he just has been one of the biggest supporters and as well as his family and you know i'm super grateful for them and i've just loved being a part of it i guess i don't know okay let's wrap yeah oh. has Go he ahead. has
0: he told you about the BYU sports nation karma
4: Um, no, but I've been watching and I've heard that. Okay.
1: Well, let's give it to you. I have one more question for you, but let's give it to you. You play better than you would have, and you play pretty well. Thank you. We don't give it to crappy players. We (laughs) give it to good players (laughs) who play even better, right? (laughs) Thank you, yeah. Yeah. So last one. Of course, we should address Boise State. Every game's tough in the tourney. Mm -hmm. This is a a championship squad out of the Mountain West. Uh, You get a tough one right away.
4: Yep, we do. Your thoughts on the matchup? Um, you know, we've had the opportunity to scout them yesterday and just find out some of their strengths or tendencies that they do, but something that we've done great and will continue to do well on is just focusing on ourselves and our strengths. We're trying to just take one game at a time and enjoy the moment. Literally, you know, this being my senior year, it's unless you ask me, like, oh, hey, are you sad about it? Like, this is your senior year, you know. Yeah, I get it, sad, but at the same time, I know this group is so special, and I know we have like a lot of great things coming ahead of us so i'm excited
1: cameron tucker said you're like an intense serious person i am don't believe her now
4: no that you've hung out with okay hey okay, great because well, i was gonna the, say i have a good time pace of yeah yeah you're
1: fun very
0: intense on the field but okay the outside, is that on yeah. the field
1: only yeah okay
0: I i'll admit it was, it, i'll I admit it was,
4: it. it was all
1: the time like i'd never come up to you i was like oh she's intense and serious
4: hey i just love holding people to their very best just because i know what they're capable of doing yeah so. okay
1: you're going to be a coach. So. Oh, you know what I mean? Wait, yeah. Yeah, you'll be we a coach. We need you to
4: sign
0: our Sailor Cook,
4: please to make it Perfect. official.
1: Please. And that. watch your you step right got the right karma. Here. Yeah. We get her signature. Sabrina Davis. Sabrina She's Sabrina awesome. Davis, ladies and gentlemen. You know what, WCC coaches? You guys stink. <laughs> Honorable mention. Get out of here. Come on.
0: Coming up, Sarah Hampson can dunk. Yes, she can. And we play no the foe with Idaho State. Don't sleep on the Bengals. This is BYU Sports Nation. Honorable mention. Get out of here. This segment of
2: BYU Sports Nation, presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing.
0: Welcome back to <laughs> BYU Sports Nation. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcast. I wish you could watch the twins. <laughs> we should put that on Facebook. False start. The show. That's a five-yard
2: penalty. <laughs> yeah. Spencer Lenson. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. show's also available on demand anytime <laughs> via the BYU TV and BYU apps.
0: Yeah. yeah, it happens. Um, No one knows, too, either. What happened?
1: We're not going to tell you. It's our little secret.
0: (laughs) It's time to play Know the Foe. (laughs) Presented by
2: Delta. BYU Sports Nation asks, do you know the foe? It's sponsored. You
1: got to read it.
0: Presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. There we go. All right.
1: Ben Bagley. Here we go. Save it. What do you have for us, Sabrina Davis it.
2: It is tradition on Know the Foe to have the imaginary coin flip today. Jeremy, you won the coin flip, decide to receive, so you will take the right. first question. Last time I won and deferred. I know, that you was changed weird. up the strategy here. All right, Jeremy, we'll start here. Which of the following did not coach or play at Idaho State? Oh boy. Marvin Lewis, Mark Slareth, Jared Allen, or Merrill Hodge?
1: Sorry, say who is the second choice again?
2: Mark Slareth.
1: Slareth did not. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew Idaho it. I actually Vandal. knew that one. Yeah. All those yeah. guys. How about that? and Idaho Vandal. Yeah.
2: All right, Spencer. You're in an early hole. Let's see you dig out. <laughs> okay. Which of the current <laughs> or former NFL coaches once served as a co-coach oh of the Idaho State Bengals women's basketball team <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> while serving as a graduate assistant for the football team? True story. Was it Dirk Cutter? Was it Marvin Lewis? Was it Ed the Flea Bell or was it Kevin
0: Gilbride? I'm going with Marvin Lewis. Mm. Oh, was it Kevin? It was Kevin Gilbride. Yeah. How do you know all? Did you did you review Wikipedia before this, Jerem?
1: No, liar. Kevin Gilbride, <laughs> co <laughs> <Or did I? laughs> women's basketball coach. Wait, that's not out of the rules, right? I guess we're no, it's not. still it's we doing homework or creative. I research. didn't do it for this. I did it for Kevin. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. All right, so, I read that one and I was like, what? Well, co basketball, women's. <laughs>
2: Current Utah Jazz radio basketball analyst Ron Boone averaged 20 points per game and five and a half rebounds a game in his three-year stint at Idaho State. Which pro basketball team did the Booner not play for? Oh, boy. Is it the L.A. Lakers, the Utah Stars, the Dallas Mavericks, or the Kansas City Kings?
1: I would go L.A. Lakers. Mm. Dallas Mavericks.
2: Yes, it is the Dallas
1: Mavericks. Nice. He played for the Dallas Chaparrals at the NBA. I, I didn't know he went title state. That's cool. Yeah, 20 points the a game two seasons up there. Raw boom. That's another $50 for the- Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> All right, Spencer. Still a chance to tie it up, and you'll love this question. Prior to playing football at the Holt Arena, the Bengals played a whole g- home games where? Oh, boy. The Sput Bowl. <laughs> potato Fields. The Russet Bowl. Or the Loaded Potato Bowl? Oh, one of those is real.
1: Wow. The Russet Bowl. No, it's the Spud Bowl. The Spud they played Bowl? played at the Spud Bowl.
2: Come
1: on! Hey, I've uh, so BYU TV did a basketball game in Holt Arena in L.A., Jimmer's sophomore year. And Dave McCann came back. Andy Toulson and your boy was the sideline reporter. I look so young. It was so fun. It's in their football stadium. It looks like an airport hangar. The
0: Spud Bowl? The Spud Bowl. Yeah. Because there's so much of a difference between the Spud Bowl and the Russet Bowl.
1: <laughs> Alright, hey, don't a ask a chance, to, a chance
2: to quench it here, if not we'll give Spencer a chance to tie. Which of the following exhibits is not located in the Museum of Clean located in Pocatello. Museum Idaho? of Clean? Correct. Is it the toilet collection? Is it the world's largest collection of dust pans? Is it the <laughs> vacuum collection? Featuring over five hundred vacuums. Uh, or the Orchestra of Clean
1: <laughs> I'll go I'll go D, Orchestra of Clean.
2: No, it's the world's largest collection of dustpans, not located at the Clean Museum. What
1: did I just write that I should have said? Dust pans.
2: Alright, Spencer. Chance to tie it up. Which of the following restaurants did not make the top 15 places to eat Pocatello, according to (laughs) TripAdvisor? Is it Bigfoot Pizza, (laughs) Applebee's, (laughs) Texas Roadhouse, or Olive Garden?
0: I'm going to go with Texas Roadhouse. Oh no, that's like number
2: seven on the list. It's number seven on the list? Olive Garden, because there's not an Olive Garden in Pocatello. There's no that's
0: that's messed up, man. But when you're there, you're family. You have to give me a restaurant, it's actually in Pocatello. Come on. Bronco Fist. Intent to deceive. Five yard penalty. (laughs) No touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, NCA. Yeah. Oh good stuff. Kind of, except for that last question.
1: That was awesome. Messed up, man. Listen, I want to point out that North the is way better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. It, is it is awesome. That research is top-notch.
0: <laughs> Our question of the day. Which BYU senior will BYU football miss the most next season and why? Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort at Melman Mark, says, Diane Gawolica for sure. He's everywhere he's supposed to be, when he's supposed to be there. He doesn't miss tackles. He pumps up everyone around him. And he clearly makes an impact when he's in the game. He will be sorely missed. Number five is alive. Amen. Today's rise and shout-outs. I'm going with the old ball coach, Andy Reid of the Kansas City Chiefs, who when speaking about the Los Angeles Chargers defense said, well, they have two great rush ends that are the best in the business. They have experienced linebackers that fly around, and they defensive back from BYU. So, of course, you have to account for him. He's always loyal to his BYU guys. Michael
1: Davis. And to be clear, you said rush ends as opposed to Russians. Yes, to rush be, ends. Just to be clear. They have yes, two Russians. Uh-huh. Uh, mine goes to the women's basketball team. They did a uh, video on TikTok uh, that ended in Sarah Hampson dunking. This is awesome. One, uh, Shayla Gonzalez and company, hey, they're they're on point with the dancing. And then, guess what? Sarah Hampson can dunk, baby! oop Let's go. From...
0: Brenna Chase Drollinger Because she got
1: married. Drawlinger. Yeah. There, there you go.
0: go. Okay. Sarah Hamps is dunking on a Friday. It's a great show.
1: I doubt it was this morning.
0: I just want it to happen in a real game. But uh, thanks to today's guest, JJ Newigwe and Sabrina Davis. Sorry, Dennis. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out to Jaden Thornock. See you tonight, NCAA women's soccer match. Go koops.